0: many different shapes and forms and even the unknown is not always about one relating to it in a way that you don't know what's to come but sometimes you don't know exactly how something will arise, something could be a partnership, a job, uh, the next day of your life, uh, something that you've been feeling is different in your body, maybe a hurt or not a hurt, unknown again any component really uh, those that are important to the individual depending on your area of focus depending on what's going on it isn't necessarily again a blank space but it is about not knowing all the pieces to that puzzle that puzzle of life that every person every human being (laughs) definitely is always looking to achieve something you have an idea at a certain point without even thinking of it per se of where you're headed and then realizing that day-to-day in a way that allows you to start taking notice of the feelings that you have recurringly uh, in your body is another aspect for example that doesn't immediately become visible unless you are that person who is taking the time to bring the awareness of your every day from within you the heart and mind of you so that attentiveness addition the attentiveness to yes what you're doing but the attentiveness to you participating because we always are participating the part that we are not necessarily directed in this place by others is because when we're exchanging conversationally conversationally or in an interaction at school or the job this is where a person is busy doing things so those who interact with you they're not really looking to um, point out necessarily the essence of you the participation that you are taking that moment uh, that you are dealing with in a way that allows you to then take that step back and say oh wait a minute I, I am in this moment participating through that mind through that feeling through the feeling that is being described by the mind but that at the same time once you choose to become aware of you from within and this body is that initial place besides then a description through thought form of the feelings that you're feeling." that's that ownership so right here see you're taking the aspect of you as a human being with the bodily but also emotional layer and the mind that's how we do experience life and when people are talking about techniques and tools and this is the part that is usually missing outside Uh, that's where uh, hopefully as always all the content produced fills that gap for anyone who tunes in you know you may uh, love reading the power of attraction or the power of now i'm sorry then there's the law of attraction and or manifestation meditation there's a lot of things that support being able to sit in silence and then to work with your energy and your vibration and then there's massage and so many aspects that we can use in the day-to-day in a way that relaxes but what can bring forth that complete relaxation state and sense of security which is what then allows you to work with moving beyond this fear feeling that we're discussing particularly today with the unknown is your awareness of you all of you body mind and heart and that's the part you are a human being and these are the components that you experience life through and until a certain age you may not be not only not directed in that place for those who are raising you and are educating you are doing so again with their ego their self they're pointing out to you the things that they believe are important for you to do if you have feelings that you're going through and and, and reactions with those feelings from the moment you're born you're being told what that means and therefore before you even build your own relationship with your feelings you've already been given a foundation if you stay in duality we talked about this a little bit yesterday and i believe the day before as well this part of having the battle and having the bad guy or good guy just even just having a um, the external and a culpable so blaming so to speak versus acknowledging the hurt making uh, peace with the hurt by really allowing yourself right here to see what has come thanks to life and this is that inclination to trust in life to see that life always leads you to growth but that is fundamentally to know that you always lead you to growth and from the moment you're born your body has organized in a way to help you thrive and succeed in life from the physiological component and that is connected to your emotions because the first part of the brain that develops is the emotional brain hemisphere and that's that primary consciousness that's all in sensorial images so we have an automatic flight fight that has already organized and that's from your zero to two years of age and just if you think sometimes by again being aware of your body the feeling so that heart and the mind in a moment of interaction with a family member I'm sure you would identify a very specific feeling and maybe it would be different if you're interacting with your mother or father or siblings and I'm sure that if you went down that path and then thought of the history together because we always have those stories that are shared with us from siblings to parents right you would be able to connect the dots of certain feelings why they're there now if you're a person who has that ownership and is leading this journey for empowerment you're not looking at this with the culpable again you're looking at it to gain information if you will in a way that is from your mind and heart yours and then bringing that processing of unconditional love and neutrality and so acknowledging what that experience those experiences Brought to you, the awareness of what you want or don't want, or maybe the awareness of how you do things or not do things. The part of staying in a feeling that is not flowing, and so to stay with a feeling of upset, let's say there's an upsetting event that you're recalling, for example, with family members or friends or whoever right here is that choice where unconditional love and neutrality and recognizing your ego self your human nervous system which has as its first response societal engagement so the moment you're born you're going through trauma because essentially you don't know the world you still have that consciousness and eventually it develops into secondary consciousness the part that we talk and we think so secondary consciousness is where you think that you think you know that you are and while there are many who in the scientific community you know they say animals only have primary consciousness i was reading an article though that they were mentioning uh they used a term metacognition i think it was but it was saying how this specific term uh psychologist i believe they were studying either it was rats yes rats or mice And uh, this word that they were describing is where they were saying they actually uh, hypothesize that mice think that they think. So it's like our human secondary consciousness. I need to find the article again, but this is where I've never, for example, said to myself at least that animals don't think of thinking, that they're not aware. You know, that part that humans will say certain things and make statements to me, it's like, okay, you're not the animal technically you don't really know but do you want to claim it fine go ahead and claim it so when i was reading that this, this study and this finding it wasn't surprising to me because this is where a human being is not a rat or a mouse or a dolphin or anything else it's a human being and therefore to make claims with that all-knowing which by the way this is that place there's not always all-knowing the human mind that has secondary consciousness the thing that you think this is the human condition talked about by our psychologists years and years and years and years already and now with that conscious living space and mindfulness uh, space it's been expanding and more is being shared part that we get to discuss is you as that human can gain awareness of what this means from the mind heart and body this unknown is forever present the fear of the unknown is something that is normal in fact your inclined defense system as they explain it which is the human's nervous system it's inclined to defense this is one of the books that we reviewed some parts in the various episodes and particularly the brain mind series um this is a psychiatrist who is writing about the brain the body and how it holds trauma and keeps score and he actually has a practice i believe in one of the european countries honestly germany but i'm pretty sure it's not germany anyways he supports his patients at this point in his journey as a psychiatrist with mindfulness and meditation because he recognizes that it's important to help the person who's been through trauma to re-establish experience with the body, and to then be able and create uh, the safety again, instead of still enacting the same flight-fight that has been organized. and And he, in fact, mentions trauma is not only those extreme moments, meaning when you're in a life. Threatening death situation, violent situation, even uh, verbal abuse. In fact, one of the people that he is talking about and works with is somebody who, in the brain scan, as she's reliving a traumatic experience which is why she's going to him that she experienced with her husband she completely detaches her brain completely goes blank and the psychiatrist who's the author of the book is explaining how not only is he giving us the breakdown of the nervous system and the brain and all these things to help us understand before he gets into how mindfulness and meditation help haven't gotten to that part yet but this is where he's saying the woman's detachment so the brain going blank when she is in this almost Dying car accident. So, this is where they were witness to a truck, I believe it was, that flipped over. And luckily, they weren't hit, but the cars in front of them were. And um, so, the husband relives fear. His brain all triggers fear responses when he's explaining, so telling the story by mouth to the, the doctor as they're being scanned in this brain, or I forget the name of the machine. The woman, on the other hand, her, the wife, her mind goes completely blank nothing nothing's happening this detachment was something that she learned when she was young because her mother was verbally abusive and this is where he even adds the part of you know it's much easier to help somebody to rework fear than it is to help somebody to love life to produce the feeling of loving life because life what is life guys right that's why what is the unknown there are ways that people will talk about these things and keep them in this form that uses the external to define them this way they have what they can see but essentially life is not something visible it's something that you feel and you're actually using your mind the thoughts that you have Produced, been given, and then have been inclined to be supported with along your journey. uh, And this is the part, majority of individuals, as I was saying before, they're not speaking to you in a way to support your inner exploration feelings getting in touch with the body the mind they're teaching you something guiding you on something they're supporting you on something and this is all in various different stages depending on who they are and that's where you as you're acting and interacting are having moments of feelings that are within you that you can instead of focusing on what somebody else is doing and saying have part of your attention on that and then those who want to pursue that complete harmony and expansion from within of their person will focus on bringing the love and the flow and the neutrality feelings every time you feel that body in a different state whether it be fear or non-flowing whatever word you want to use this is right here when you can start understanding that every moment a human brain knows of tomorrow as a child you're not concerned with tomorrow in fact children do not have a relationship with time the same way adults do and i right now i'm thinking of my nephew who by the way for me it's very heartbreaking every time i've seen him get um, reprimanded for being that pain because this is where he he, i think now he stopped i don't know though um, last year, at least, he was still uh, asking the same question about when can we get the presents or when can we get uh, forget what it was, but the the time thing very challenging for him to put away when he wanted something, and uh, in a day can he could ask you this in in less than ten minutes, you know, the same question over and over and over again. And so while when he was probably two or three, I forget when it was, he began, you know, formulating and conversing the the with us, he immediately with this having to wait to do something, to get something, he would be very persistent about asking. (laughs) So is it time yet? Is it time yet? But literally like every five seconds. And as you got older, which for anyone, we've all been children, uh, so we've all had probably little things you can remember. For me as an observer, and and this is with any child every time, it's really challenging for me because I understand that there is, uh, obviously the parent is concerned with ensuring they can be um, considered not annoying to other people you know like i i get certain things anyways the point is it breaks my heart because i can see that they don't know why they're being you know at the moment of being told no at the moment of being reprimanded there's not knowledge and in fact this is where psychologists say the first traumas are no's so beyond the part of us immediately being in places of unknown and so that fear and that inclined nervous system in defense Is normal when you're acknowledging that we've always had and we always do have a conscious mind. And for the human, particularly, it develops, we know this for certain as human beings, into that secondary consciousness, the part that you're aware of being aware. But once you get to that, you're still at first very focused on outside, unless maybe you're a little bit like I was and you're also focused on inside those who are also focused and were always aware of their inner world then you've had the ability to work with your feelings for a long time already the part that i hope was present in your life uh, is that part of unconditional love and neutrality because that is what allows a person to process the conflicting emotions that arise as you are engaging with other individuals and life which is full of the unknown meaning anything that is not working in a way that your brain works because that's where the unknown happens is when you start adding your data points which every person does again children just because they're children they doesn't mean they don't have their personalities they all do and I still remember I did I have a twin sister and she did and we were completely different even though we were the same on certain aspects my younger sister um, same thing we have those foundation similarities but there's bigger differences on certain aspects which are always fascinating and for example my younger sister poor her because sometimes she'd meet people that knew us and because she has a different way of relating um, it's just a bit more like she's more what's the word not skeptical but she studies people so my twin sister and I are always hugging everybody very lovey-dovey you know uh, martine on the other hand very like who are you what do you want kind of thing and then she'd warm up afterwards but getting back to my nephew so this part of him repeatedly asking about time as he got older he lessened it because they began to get he'd be, he began to get more in more trouble because this is where as the age grows right the adult thinks okay well i need to start enforcing more and now they can understand because now they have language enough ability and so that it begin that you begin to be firmer doesn't mean the child has any different feeling developing and i'm going down this path because this is where people don't recognize that our feelings our habits that we've had since the moment you were born not to mention the part where if you haven't had a relationship with your feelings until this very moment you have not uncovered just yet all of the ones you feel in your own words you have them definitely in the words of whatever it is you have been told so just again using my nephew he has been told not to ask by certain people and he will remember that in feeling form versus the ones who have taken the softer approach and not made him feel as bad about that and and he's not looking at it in good or bad terms he in fact doesn't even necessarily recognize that this is impacting him in any way one day as an adult he will have a specific reaction probably in voice and feeling to interactions that have and deal with time that he may if he wants become aware of eventually and that will have everything to do with how he was guided to not persistently ask about time in the way he does this does still he still does but much less again because now he understands when they say you're going to get uh, you know punished or you won't get this if you ask me again and again about when so that's difference doesn't change how he feels about it the feeling persists that feeling nobody is necessarily working with him not good or bad because again even if you try and i've tried sitting down with both my niece and nephew to speak to them of feelings and I can tell they're not they're they're listening, but they're really not interested or into it, right? And this is where though I also know that they actually do know that there are certain aspects that they feel they can speak. I don't know how to explain it. It's a feeling, but although I know they're not interested in those types of conversations having those conversations with them allows me to recognize in other moments how they will in the future potentially be inclined to discuss certain topics because they have in their awareness that with aunt maria they can talk about certain things but the part of time what i was trying to get at and that consciousness and that way of a body responding this is where the moment he is not knowing why he has to wait there's a feeling of urgency and even these feelings of urgency uh, people will in duality uh, claim good and bad so this is where once you're getting older things are organized in this good or bad and that too is distracting you from being able to actually move beyond the feeling of fear the feeling of uncertainty the feeling of non-flow with the unknown and again the unknown from a conscious perspective can be anything that is dealing with tomorrow and you while you are acknowledging that tomorrow you're also acknowledging the feeling that is in your body and that is a slightly uncomfortable or anxious feeling it doesn't have to be major The, the part is if you're not relaxed and in a place of calm you're in a place of not that and the fear is the word i chose to use as the feeling because essentially if you go back to that zero age and you begin experiencing life and we have that breakdown of the nervous system which responds with society engagement as soon as you are looking to i don't know what's going on that's a lot of those even though they have the nine foundational feelings We talked about this that have been defined by uh, darwin i think it was one of the people that defined them and then there are other psychologists this was in one of the articles i mean episodes from last week or the week before that but when you go and look at those feelings again they're being described by one adult and they have not been told by those infants with their words that to those adults already also were uh, using specific ways to take And analyze these aspects these are all important to know not to negate studies and the information this is a way for one to remember there are many components that go behind somebody doing any type of research like i was telling you guys yesterday about that one study that i still have to write the 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 professors the university people that did the study where they are um, claiming and they found really that there are gender biases in job applications and the one question I have because it wasn't revealed or expressed in their uh, explanation of how the study was conducted I did not see anywhere that it stated we know and knew the sex of the person who wrote the job application and so this is my one question because we know that men and women are raised with specific vocabulary there is that nurture even though there's always with sociologists and nurture versus nature debate the part of words verbiage uh, when you study linguistics and i did that in my college years political science i had the opportunity to take various social science classes of which i did gender and linguistics and i even did a like another one was the science of linguistics but it was one where we were looking at roots of language and then using computer to do something, I forget. It was very interesting though. I I would have definitely gotten more degrees in both sociology focuses and psychology focuses, but I didn't have that time or the luxury to go through that even though I'm happy where I'm at because this gives me the opportunity to share with you guys notions in a more helpful way than be in the... Realm of academia, which, as we've been discussing, any leadership role really, at least up till now, the traditional sense leadership roles are not uh, all inclusive. And in fact, they're missing a lot of marks when it comes to sharing information in a way that supports the empowerment of the individual and the empowerment of our societies as a whole and the world. But that's where those of us who are in a less traditional space are here to share that same information in the way that connects the dots in a more helpful and uh, i would say empowering way for the entire species of us and the entire world and um, what i was trying to get at is that questionnaire or this study doesn't specify if those who wrote the job applications what gender they were so my question is if it was that gender did was that taken into account because they've been most likely spoken to with specific words so they have a habit of using words in their language habit is something that people even hear the fear feeling is a habit that's because the moment you're born again you are born into the unknown so remember we've talked about this too child psychologists they explain the Incidents of night terrors which my sister's the one who told me since she has the kids my twin sister um the three month mark i believe or six month mark is the first night terror that infants experience and this is when they are consciously becoming aware of not being one with the mother so again you're not thinking yet you're only feeling and this is where only the individual can pinpoint that feeling but in the meantime they've been told what they feel who they are and what their behavior means by the parents who are defining them the entire time along their journey some with the comforting feeling when they're scared and upset but sometimes the yelling and getting angry even if they're upset right and this is where it's not about a perfect science and it's not about staying in duality and judging either side this is where the individual who wants to pursue that inner growth is the one who can take a look at these topics and say okay these are my human elements these are how my essence of me elements are expressing here are my unknown of life elements and these are all aspects that you define in the very moment you're experiencing so the unknown it's a word i'm using but it can be you don't know if tomorrow you're going to see uh, the person that you really want to meet up with again or you're not sure if you're going to get that raise or you're not sure if you're going to have a job you know two years from now or, or it could be even something that you you think to yourself is silly because others have told you why you're thinking about this, but it means something to you, and you have feelings of fear about it because you don't know the outcome. And right here is where the battle is what people will be inclined to stay in as long as they are looking to the outside and pointing a finger and saying, Life is unfair or life is hard or people are mean or people are this and and there is a very big tendency to immediately focus outside because what does our nervous system do societal engagement and we've done that since the moment we were born for right reasons we were born we didn't know what life was this part of ownership it's ownership when you are becoming neutral because you're saying i don't have a culpable party i'm not blaming my parents i'm not blaming life i'm not blaming society i'm not blaming a lot of things and and for this we go further and further sometimes when we talk about the evolution of our entire species you know there's a way that people look back and keep pointing at humanity as this evil beast even when it comes to the environment i have many environmentalist friends and i always say i understand this pain that you're discussing is very important to your heart to your ego to yourself to your identity to who you are this is a calling whatever it is it's i can feel it as the empath that i am as the empath we all are empathy we all have it our brains have mirror neurons that is the seat of empathy so there are those who will differentiate themselves and say i'm an empath more than others i feel every person every human being feels deeply they simply may not be in a place of awareness with their inner depth for they are busy conducting their life and they are looking outside of them the way they've been in the habit of doing as every human being on the face of this planet the difference is if you're aware of your inner body feelings mind and your ownership completely or not and i say completely because there are many who have acid excuse me for the language this is where i start getting all uh, very animated because these half asses are the ones who are actually perpetuating certain battlefields for people. And in the meantime though, they are claiming to be spreading the love, spreading the equality, spreading the change and uh, with that ego, meaning they're really fulfilling their ego's needs at the same time. I do know they're making a difference because they are supporting specific individuals with those specific, Hurts, meaning there are individuals who feel comforted in knowing they're not alone, and therefore they their leaders. These individuals are people they follow because they allow themselves to um, feel not alone. Again, they know somebody else feels that passionately about the topic, and that's a starting point for an individual to claim, "Okay, this is something I'm very passionate about." The part that I know can move them along their journey even further and that will be twice as beautiful inside and outside is when they're realizing that that is the fear of the unknown of tomorrow, the fear in in general, the concept of is life going to continue on earth, as well as the importance of that item. So the environment in this case that is something that one wants to focus on the part of pain and not because they're hurting but because for them they're battling to fight for justice it becomes unjust when you are claiming that the entire human species is an evil species because they did what they did without acknowledging that they didn't have the knowledge that we have today now there are those who believe in conspiracy theories and or anyways they have their way of adding the dots meaning there's the evil corporations there's the evil system there are you know forces trying to keep you slave and and yada 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 so this is where i'm not diminishing any of these what I'm trying to ensure though is take into account what your belief what are your data points so whatever it is that you've added up as why the world is the way it is is going to keep you in the fear or you can move beyond the unknown is something every human deals with the to me realistic aspect of being realistic is when one can recognize as a human being i have a mind that thinks from the minute the human being began thinking they began contemplating the unknown in different ways without acknowledging the fear feeling for that is something that once again is not even discussed in a specific way connecting it to the body or the nervous system by all the people who do are those who study neuroscience and the neuroscientists might not even be talking about it in a way that psychiatry or psychologists do because they're not looking at the mind but there are luckily those of us who read different material bring the things together and there are I'm sure also those who are specialized in these fields who are making a mark and and making that difference in trying to present specific um, outlines so that the individual can understand that it is body mind and heart so remembering that you have from the moment you were born experiencing the fear when you had your first night terror and that yes you're comforted some more some less so the ones who have had less physical contact that makes a difference because your body is not used to knowing what it feels like to be in a place of um, comfort it only knows this defense inclination and uh, this reminds me of that one uh, part there's a one of the psychology books that i've read as I pursued writing the first part of the inner growth mindset book that is composed of the sociology psychology and existential components of the inner growth journey that one can embark on and that infinite higher human potential the second and third part are in the works and those will be considering the other aspects those essence of us aspects the unknown elements of life aspects so this is for anyone who is new Uh, i have this book that's been in the works from the beginning of the inspiring human potential blog in fact i started the blog as i started the book so that i could start sharing information for i knew i would not get it published anytime soon and at this point throughout our journey the inner growth program will come out eventually in this 2021 uh, as a workbook perhaps because I've been able to formulate the text version of it but if I actually am successful in finding someone who can support me I might be able to get the video course online as well and in the meantime though there's going to be a series dedicated to our lovely humanity so I'm going to start with a short uh, introductory version to my style and to our topics Uh, i feel that is the best way to go and then we'll have the be proud to be human series and uh, i'll keep you guys posted on all of this obviously but now i lost my train of thought what i was trying to get at with the habit is this part of recognizing that in your cosmic consciousness you were not always in this place of looking within you so our human species and the way they've been doing things also they're not Looking to say, hey, hold on a minute. Every person really is organizing in certain ways and hasn't had the opportunity to go ahead and take a look at those feelings because either you're interested in reading psychology, sociology, existentialism, or you're not, right? And you're going and grabbing information when you have a dilemma a crisis and when you do that you're going to find the people who are going to give you the techniques and tools that's not the same as the empowerment of you necessarily it is something that helps you the next step is that empowerment which this is where we come in and again hopefully support any one of you who is on this journey so the scientification of love is written by a, I believe it's a french psychologist and they describe in one of the chapters this uh scientific study that they did with chimpanzees and it was yeah it's very sad even when i speak of it i remember reading it i'm like oh my gosh why would they do this you know but this is where some people say if science hadn't done what they did would we know what we know today of course we wouldn't so it's not about justifying this is where you can take a step back and realize are you really going to claim evil when at the end of the day the human's mind began to develop and wonder about things and study no but luckily then we grow and we learn to okay wait a minute we don't want to mistreat animals we don't want to mistreat the environment we coexist with it that consciousness it grows that's why we have a conscious living space today but to claim that humanity is evil because you're looking back and looking at what they did this is where i find it not fair and i find it unrealistic because they didn't have the knowledge we have the knowledge now they didn't they found it for us not in ways we condone and therefore it's one of those you know what are you going to do so those who stay in the duality they stay there they stay with hurt they stay with blame that's not moving forward that's repeating the same duality and that's you striking you know against somebody who didn't know any better so right here they didn't know any better they but that's the the part of where this is for those who believe in humanity not for those who believe in humanity as the evil thing that was created and that's where there are those who segment again they will give tools techniques talk about love but then they have fingers that they point at certain individuals and that's where to me they're not spreading the love anymore now they are becoming as those who they accuse because they are discriminating against one group of people and or in this case when it comes to the environmentalist humanity we are part of nature the fact that we think got us questioning because there was fear of the unknown, and to not have compassion and understanding of what fear means when every human being has that feeling and will choose not choose with awareness, but there are things that you fight for in a certain way because they impacted you greatly in an in depth emotional point. And this is where only from neutrality can somebody speak words in a way that acknowledges the suffering of all with the love at heart to say wow you know i i can feel the depth of that human i don't justify it at all but oh my gosh that's you know you you just know that they've been through something um this is where as a kid i always remember cuz i didn't really acknowledge that feeling that i could perceive of, of humanity so the calling to be of help to people it was always connected to supporting an individual on their heart's journey on that unique spark believing in themselves and doing things in a way that comes naturally as a human being but as you versus by staying in the conformity of the external and this is where luckily with my inclination towards unconditional love this is um, what led me to uncover neutrality and and learn to speak my message to the best of my ability with neutrality and in fact it was only once i realized neutrality that i began having all the pieces to support the human that wants inner growth that wants to tap into that higher infinite human potential to the extent that i do now because before that i didn't have all the pieces in my awareness completely this fear of the unknown became very very clear as i began blogging because this is where it was one of the first and most read for years and still now um blogs and when i began the podcast the same thing the topic of unknown was the one that kept coming up so the science of love the experiment of the chimpanzee is about this chimpanzee being able to feed from a metal mother and then they're having a soft made of cotton mother and uh, that it would eat quickly to then go and spend the rest of their time with the mother made of cotton okay this is to connect back to that part of if you haven't had very affectionate Uh, parents for example without condemning or judging because this is where those parents have the same and the same again and this is where we want to remember in neutrality that because the neutrality is what's going to help you to have compassion and this is also it's going to help you to move beyond the fear feeling in this case of the unknown meaning why did i have to get those parents for example and there are those who acknowledge they have this feeling acknowledging is the first step bringing the feeling of love to you and to the other is the next step and people even as they're doing that will potentially there will be still feelings that arise that are not comfortable they're not flowing and this is once again if you can remember that this feeling of fear is technically part of your body's experience from the moment that you're born And until you're actually taking ownership of your body, of your feelings, and of your mind as a human, all together. And the nervous system, that's why I I share this input, because this gave me one of the important keys that I didn't know for a long time until this past year the societal engagement, the first nervous system's response, which is equated to when an infant is crying and looking to the mother or the father or somebody for help. So, connect that to your body again, and remember that the first two years of your life, you are organizing your flight fight response. This is your emotional brain hemisphere, is what develops first, and that is the seat of your flight fight. So, those feelings are everything, but not in the nine ways. Those nine feelings, yes, they are identified by our psychologist, by the parent, you know, as they're reading even psychology books. Your body and you because this is where i'm gonna say i'm a human like i don't remember anything until i was like six probably is my first memory and then seven or eight again and then maybe ten again you know like i have very few like yeah i'd have to focus and concentrate i do know though i've always felt um, love for life and so, anything that was not in this place, I had Jesus and God to support me with the unconditional love. And that is where, for me, catechism was always that. That was a comfort, unconditional love, and to be that when things were not that. So, if a child was mean to you, if a pe- teacher was mean to you, people were mean to you, you get to be the love. Like, this is the part not casting the stone and then having a strong mother and so this was my inclination of what i saw and then how i was able to support life with a specific feeling and uh, that fear has never really been there about life per se because it wasn't in my inclination from the moment that i can remember if anything you know you you fight for what you want but this is where you fight with love for me my choice other people may fight with something different they may fight with anger they may fight with hostility they may fight with the depression uh, meaning being sad and very um, mournful of something these descriptions are to support anyone who can recognize a consistent particular feeling that you have with life because the unknown essentially is connected to life every time the habit of judging humanity as evil and or condemning the world and or condemning groups of people is something that you will find others can speak to you about in that place of duality here we acknowledge that is duality you can move beyond it by being in a neutral and unconscious loving place allowing yourself to recognize what issue does your ego self have with that and it's part of your identity so it's not about you telling yourself it's important not important this is where neutrality once again you're not deeming that person or that thing unimportant or important you're not deeming you unimportant or important you are allowing yourself to stand in a second. Without the fear feeling, because that's where, if you're leading with a non flowing feeling, your emotional brain hemisphere kicks in the flight fight, because you're already kicking in with your nervous system. You're in your near rational brain hemisphere is not uh, participating, which is where we tell our stories beginning, middle, and end, which is where you can re- rework what's taking place. And by rework, I mean expand on, because this is where it's not about fixing you or fixing others. This is where we're talking about inner growth empowerment of you as you and so it's about acknowledging the human you are with all those human elements the essence of you elements the unknown of life elements and when you want to move beyond the feeling of fear with anything that is unknown you will do that by allowing your mind to do the thinking as you're experiencing the feelings and knowing that you produce the lightness at heart and you produce the heaviness at heart through that same mind that thinks so those who want to meditate okay meditation is part of you being able to get in touch with those feelings and to calm yourself but as long as you're not working your mind as well in that same place of lightness you are essentially not tapping into the infinite higher human potential of you you are tapping into the higher emotional uh, pattern or layer of you you're using the emotional um, area those vibrations your focus is all on senses that's it which is great you can get yourself to this place of oneness but when you wake up what do you get to do tomorrow when you're living your day-to-day and this is where I find those who don't support thinking meaning don't remember to say wait a minute humans think too and there are many many people will talk about this way of thinking as overthinking as being something that they, they relate it to something stressful you don't know how many times people will say certain things because I'm expanding on a topic and I'm enjoying the moment because this is where expanding on a topic to me is is... Um, I'm using my brain I don't understand the opposite and and then I do though it's because to them thinking is a chore and this is because they never connected that body's fear with the unknown of tomorrow with the unknown of information if you will with the unknown of a lot of things which begins with when you were born and then also being told no being told what to do or not to do if even if you're explained this is where there are reasons why parents will have to be and get firm Uh, i know many psychologists continuously speak of a child needing or it's one of those generalized stereotypes or generalized messages at the end of the day i haven't read enough or any child specific psychology books just yet but most parents that I've met do say that the ones they've read all point to having to have uh, the parent who's permissive and the parent who's not I honestly dislike very much uh, generalizations because they're not all uh, true in the sense that they may be true but every individual is unique so I know that every individual is taking that interaction in a very different way and then they're reflecting it in a very unique way and uh, that takes away from the individual's ability to remove themselves from the stereotypes so to speak but then again uh, the other part of it is that sometimes there are trends topics that are trends that are not really the truths meaning they're not practiced all the time or they haven't been validated to that extent so moving aside though from that the generalized statement would be and most parents that i've met so goes alongside the statistics and the articles and yada 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 that the child needs guidance when i look at the conscious mind of an individual i understand that guidance in fact they say it gives them a sense of security and this is where and why As a person, once you realize, wait a minute, as a child, there were certain things that I did need, so me holding my parent accountable for not giving me enough love, is that really fair or not? Right here, once again, we find where unconditional love and neutrality support your growth and support the expansion of you and support you removing a feeling of fear that is connected to those experiences with your parent that you will identify. And that you will feel hostile, meaning upset, because your nervous system was in a moment of vulnerability and it did not get necessarily a sense of comfort. It got scolded, perhaps, or whatever it was that took place. And it was also something that is not uh, necessary, meaning, you know, it was just a way of doing something, like maybe chewing with your mouth closed. Just a silly example. How many children have been told? to not chew with their mouth open so chew with your mouth closed and many in different shapes and form have been told this you know close your mouth when you're chewing now the, the child has in that moment reacted with the feeling and that feeling is not going to be a flowing feeling but depending on how they're thinking it through that will be then how they relate to the world and although this is not an unknown component i'm trying to get you guys to understand how much feelings are always and have always been in a specific habit that inclined defense of the nervous system again as a child you're not in this place of saying wait my body's feeling this and nobody's telling you how's your body feeling and how are you feeling and then walking through it with you and even when they are doesn't mean that the child is necessarily uh, in that place of complete knowledge so to speak of that moment not good or bad and really time will tell as we're becoming a more consciously aware species with feelings in mind i've seen their groups there's nonprofits that have been created to try and support different styles of parenting and i see parents of today they're definitely much more aware of child psychology they're much more aware of feelings there still are those who instead will treat kids in this military stylistic way um, and this is where that's completely not allowing uh for an individual to eventually develop relationships with their feelings in fact it is creating a number of people with uh very rigid body structures and that part of being vulnerable is not seen in neutrality it's seen in a weakness which i'm connecting that to a feeling of shame and or not worthiness in the minute you start getting upset and so an immediate conflict for the person who's going through struggle and not acknowledging that they're going through it but instead they're going to try to do everything in their power to feel stronger not by facing those feelings of fear and acknowledging and allowing them to come forth but by literally suppressing potentially them in a different way not good or bad but those build up and that's where and why when people say oh they had a breakdown or oh this person would happen well guess what it's very clear what happened to those who understand the lack of direction towards helping somebody to use their mind to acknowledge their feelings to work with inner harmony on their feelings with their own mind not based on a checklist of how you will triumph over you know and by triumph i mean that battle format once again seeing fear as your enemy uh, and we've talked about that a couple podcasts ago like it was a anxiety thing it was it works for those who want to stay in the battle format but this is where there will always be that battle you want to go the next step and remember, okay, wait a minute. I'm battling myself, technically. I'm, I'm judging and condemning something that may always exist alongside me. The fear of the unknown will coexist with the human forever and ever because there's always tomorrow. That's the part. And this is where, for me, whether it was faith, I don't know cuz I had it. So this is where I can't go back and and raise my, you know, become again and be an atheist. I was raised with Jesus and God. So this is where I know that sense of comfort besides a strong mother and a mother who is loving. So hugs and kisses, you know, um firm when she needs to be and needed to be. Not now I'm an adult, but <laughs> that I definitely probably didn't like. No, I don't think any child really likes The part when you're getting reprimanded and told not to do something. That's that part you already want to do your own thing. But every child will uh, love to be held if it's that um, unconditional love, not a love that's oppressive, of course, because there's other, there's different types of love, although unconditional love, I would say, is the pure love because love is a feeling. But even getting to that place, for example, it does require the person to go within and acknowledge when i'm getting upset for example at a parent at a sibling at somebody because they did something right in that moment that is not loving that's the ego the self the nervous system responding with the defense mode to something that is not you that you didn't want that you disagree with so this is why the mind is important that's the place where you acknowledge the feelings and why the feelings are coming from you that's the ownership the the person who is in the victim place is only focusing on judging and condemning and they're not necessarily gaining the awareness and ownership they are still functioning with the societal engagement nervous systems response so they can acknowledge part of it but if they don't pursue further by removing the blame they stay in this place so if you're going to blame fear and or say fear you're bad you're not going to eventually lead yourself to a different moving beyond the fear of the unknown is where you say okay this is something that can take place you don't see it as a weakness now this is why the rigidity doesn't help somebody to work with neutrality with weakness and that is how you remove from your body the feeling of weakness in time guys in time because you've had the habit Every human has. This is where vulnerability. No one wants to be that. We've talked about this before as as one of our topics. And any person you'll ask, I mean, you'll talk about certain things, but there won't be uh, in moments of deep, deep despair. Most people, unless they were raised to be able to be comfortable in that which i've found very few um, and even when they are expressing it it's always in moderation so their deep despair moments they would the, you know person wouldn't even have the time to be able and get on a call or get in you know in person i think they're just yeah it's one of those things where i've not experienced anyone breaking down like that well a few times but very mild uh, meaning you know short moments uh, and other times it's after the fact and in fact I've had some people that literally they just want to be all on their own and I get it because this is where uh, it's working with how you are in, in a moment the part of being able to empower you is the part of when you're not judging and condemning the moment and this is one of the biggest challenges right here the mind will lead you initially towards the duality the battle again you've been brought up to be given that answer to the problem so to speak so whether you want it or not the part of whenever you've reacted with upset you've been given a response if it didn't fall within where you were inclined to be you will slowly lead yourself to the place where you're you were headed but there will be resistance because of that subconscious unconscious where you were directed differently so this is right here you didn't get the thumbs up thumbs down from your societal engagement you fought and or fleed that moment eventually so that you could feel in the comfort zone because we have habits of how we do feel a sense of security i'm going to use me as a little example to hopefully help so those who tune in know that label of me as a worry or from my friends family obviously my, my mother is the most important one of these um luckily for me i've always had that faith that trust in life and that uh, part of love love was always very clear uh, that it's a part of how people treat each other there was never a feeling that someone was mean because they were evil even though i was in duality as well but the heart of me never condemned the heart of somebody else Um, it was more about okay they shouldn't do this they shouldn't do that and then also if i did speak those words it was because i was being taught evil bad good eventually i was the one who's like wait a minute uh because i could sense more and more the heart of the person and in many cases as I began making friends and seeing certain things that were labeled selfish not selfish but me feeling that genuine personality of the person I'm like but that's not true and then psychology I started reading more of that and it became clear that it was hurt and it was ways for the person to have that ego self be in an okay place so for me you can't condemn somebody for wanting to feel a sense of security if you know where they're where their behavior is coming from and it's coming from a place of hurt this this is where you give love and understanding so besides that um, the war reward thing was always expressed to me in a way of trying to encourage me obviously but also because it's a way of organizing and planning that uh, with time that is contrary to what The way my mother does things Uh, so much more on the fly and this is where as i grew up it was very interesting because it didn't go away if anything i am consistently with time and management the opposite but what i did learn eventually was that i i didn't have to point it out or try to get her to be me or me to be her and you know in how we treated the time and in how to take care of things, so I will simply, you know, let her know now as adults. Again, like you telling me that I'm worrying doesn't change anything. The one thing, though, for sure that I did work on, for example, was the feeling of fear when it was alongside that worry, because I did notice that that was present. And so this is thanks to you know my upbringing with uh, Christ and God, and then a strong mother and seeing that life doesn't um there's nothing to fear and being aware of the inner world of me that's the part you work with the two you get to a place that sticks but it's because you're working with the aspects that work for you and the feelings while acknowledging whoever and whatever is different than you does not represent an actual threat that's the difference and when you go from the battle and duality to neutrality you recognize that differences aren't threats but your ego yourself even here will deal with it initially as a threat and then there's the unknown part of tomorrow that could instigate further upset within the body because your body that flight fight is part of survive thrive once we have those basic needs which at this point in humanity's journey we do with science we can produce food we can produce many things i know that the environment for example is very important for and and how we move forward with this this is where it isn't about the upset i get the upset to me it's about recognizing with all the components the parts of what's important to do it's to move forward in a way that doesn't um, discriminate against any person and already if you are though angrily pointing a finger at the entire human species you're particularly uh, the human species is part of nature only because a human speaks they can actually come and say and think that they're not the reality is we are and even though the individual again if they're adding their data points up in a way that says life is evil humans are evil well of course they're going to see that difference for those who instead see an evolution of a species evolution of a planet so you're moving in a direction where as of today these are all the pieces we know we do know that as of today we've discovered a lot of stuff and with technology and the way we can actually get to the depths of like on a cellular level now and see things that we couldn't we can't see with our naked eye but that we can see with microscopes like wait wow there there's a lot of stuff that we we still don't know the people who are here they've transcended the complete fear feeling with the unknown in knowledge format as well so they're open and knowing okay all the past has its reasons for being the the errors quote-unquote they were errors for they were not the technological instruments or the data so this part right here is where you're applying neutrality once more versus a feeling of competitiveness which is essentially the ego the self with that place of fear of the unknown meaning we know what we knew yesterday knowing that you can't know everything is something uncomfortable and then there's also the part that some of these components of what people will feel comfortable with are part of that heritage part of the identity it can be your religious upbringing and so this is where an automatic response of wait a minute this is wrong feeling wise will come with that part of more can be brought forth that shows various things that contradict if you will something that has an emotional connection something that has a sense of comfort something that has basically part of who you are acknowledging all of these With love and neutrality and not negating them. So, some people will think, so you can't have both faith and science. This is where many who like me have both. It doesn't mean you have one truth and nothing but the truth. That's the whole point of being able to be beyond that fear feeling with the unknown as a human being. And acknowledging with the heart the things that are important of you and a part of your identity. And so to still feel warmed and, and cozy and fuzzy, but also not getting upset when something or someone says something that negates it. And you know, guys, the other part is really a- allowing yourself to recognize that the construct. Of societal culture for example of ethics of, of, of a lot of things that we speak of uh, has been developed by the individual and has been accepted once it's become universally accepted that's when a societal concept becomes quote-unquote a fact so the gender stereotypes biases many many things the way people talk about them the way people feel about them this has been all produced by individuals and that part of majority minority is very tricky quote unquote quote unquote because this is where again i do know there are different groups of people that have different firm beliefs so to speak of why things are the way they are so it's always with respect that i try to share various data points and aspects for there are various types of people tuning into these episodes and it can be the person who's just beginning to follow their heart and so you're at the beginning of the inner growth program or you are in that battle the duality so that's the intermediate level of the inner growth program you've been following your heart but you've got continuous enemies quote-unquote things you're fighting this is where if you know your truth then your truth is one where you will be as calm as a leaf (laughs) you're not uh, reacting with the fear of the unknown for you know your truth and that is the biggest and most amazing opportunity to move beyond fear in that place when you're able to realize that you can always express who you are the only reason you haven't is because you've been in this place of Uh, hesitation really from a feeling standpoint again and and this is where with humbleness so acknowledging your truth but also that other people have their own truths you begin to move beyond a fear feeling of the unknown because you're claiming i know that i don't know everything and so it's okay to make a mistake quote unquote this is where for your own life once you get even further this is way past that inner growth program the advanced because first you get impartiality then you begin to identify every time you're in duality and you bring in impartiality you're practicing even here the feeling of fear again it's that nervous system connected to our brain connected to our consciousness as humans we do know we have secondary consciousness we know that we exist we know that tomorrow is unknown Although our basic needs, for the most part, for those who are comfortable, have been met, this is where, as Maslow's here, Keys of Needs is pointed out by those who are marketers or online business owners or anyone who's read about them. Once we have the basic needs, the human mind moves to other needs, which become those ex- external things, the societal, uh, and more than just that. He has a whole list. I don't remember it by heart, but it is those aspects that are outside and so labels of success money other attributes and even partnerships and people we begin to have other needs of that nature because needs what is a need this is where for the person who like me always remembers what do I essentially need I need air because apparently we need oxygen to breathe right we need water our bodies need water and we do need an amount of food for us to be healthy and to be able to keep living (laughs) so that's your basic need beyond that it's all plus this for example can be a very good way for you to deal with moving beyond the fear feeling of the unknown any circumstance that you've coming across remembering that you have a mind as a human it has secondary consciousness you've always had feelings fear has been one of those that has been a component not for good or bad but because again you're born and you didn't know life and you kept looking outside of you for those answers those answers were provided to you very much willingly or maybe not but you had people who raised you you had uh, educators teachers along that journey your body was always feeling and organizing things and that inclined defense was always there and even though you may have gotten hugs and love and affection there are many instances where you were being told no and or experiencing feeling wise aspects of fear that had specific responses and that you can uncover and decipher on your own and this is where if you're in the intermediate level of that inner growth program you're still when in a moment of doubt looking to who has an answer for you about what's going to take place if you make this decision so before we close let's get to this because growing a sense of comfort with you And knowing that your life has always been leading you to you is one of the most amazing places to achieve as you pursue inner growth and tapping into that infinite higher human potential of you. It's amazing because you are using, as always, everything that is part of being human. This is your mind, your heart, and your body. And acknowledging with awareness that you're feeling in a moment of unknown, of fear. But knowing that you can trust not because you know what the one truth, what the outcome will be, but because you actually see how every experience that was ever a challenge or unknown has led you to more of what you were seeking to achieve in life and or more of what you've always felt was a part of your life. That destiny, it is something that we all kind of have, not kinda actually. We all have it. And right now i'm thinking of some of the people that i've known my entire life and how i've been shared stories of where they saw they would be at a certain point and that they had totally forgotten about these so they were eight or seven they, they didn't know what they wanted to do and they grew up you know a lot of things but these particular little aspects that they recall those things have come forth the part that gets me is this is the part that they speak of this awareness without the ownership component that would give them the ability to finally move beyond the feeling of fear with the unknown forever for good doesn't mean your body does not react with it this is where you are not ever saying because your mind it's still conscious that's the part people want it one way or the other when they stay in duality neutrality and duality is where you acknowledge i am human but not with the limits that people say i'm human it's i'm human i have a conscious mind that knows that it doesn't know everything and i have a body that will react to defend me for what happens if something's unknown tell me can you see in darkness can you see blindfolded the unknown is that it is a void it is a not knowing it's not knowing you don't know otherwise it's not called the unknown so even though you may have the path that you've chosen you do not know how it will come forth to have the feeling of fear is a normal thing the only way to remove it quote unquote is to actually recognize that it has a reason for being there and this is where then the relationship becomes you and you with the pieces of your life and trusting in your heart since you've always been guided from the feelings the emotional brain hemisphere is the first that develops and that is the most breathtaking moment it's so beyond me to even be able and express how you feel and again i haven't seen it yet where people can acknowledge wow you know what really every piece of my puzzle fits exactly how i felt it without any doubt of their person this is not about other people and it isn't about life and see this is when i think of the law of attraction and the power of now and the way the certain leaders speak of these of these topics and are giving people the keys and tools to something and i equate it to what i'm just saying right now and what I equate is that those individuals achieve this place with what they, pro- with what they speak. And so they're sharing with you the same aspect. The difference for me is that I don't see them reminding the individual it isn't a tool or technique. This is you achieving a state of being with your life as a human and knowing from the feeling, the nervous system, that you don't have to be afraid but this isn't where you decide it once or twice so it's it's where you recognize that every time something's happening that is not known that's where you come in and choose to trust in you and that is alongside the unknown elements of life by understanding that you don't know the outcome either and so it's not only understanding in the mind i'm literally saying as you're feeling the feeling of fear knowing it's fear because there is unknown i'm choosing to trust without knowing that i'm doing what i'm meant to be doing there comes a time in your life where you will have accumulated enough of those experiences which is why it surprises me with these particular individuals that i was thinking of and using as an example but again quote unquote surprises me now that i know the nervous system's response It doesn't surprise me anymore it's a bodily response that nobody's presenting to them in this format for again the subject matter experts can present their data points in very specific formats in accordance to their academic research guidelines and so they're not connecting this in this format for they would say but there's no proof of that in this way because nobody has perhaps studied that nervous system's response with context. And this is where I say, Well, uh, excuse me, but you're a human being, I'm a human being, you know, like I'm actually making what I would say is a logical deduction. So you tell me the nervous system has three responses, societal engagement when they're seeking help outside, particularly their parents as infants. So it means when you're an adult, you're looking to all those things that are your facts. And to society that is telling you what to be and what to do and what's the truth and not the truth. Then there's flight fight. So, this is where I'm going to get angry or I'm not going to fight about it at all. I'm going to shy away, maybe become a recluse, whatever. And then at a certain point, there's freeze pause, which is apathy. I can break that down in different sections because people will have, again, different little areas that they gain complete empowerment of and then complete apathy of because they didn't actually take. The time, and nobody said, "Hey, you can look at this thing that you're dealing with with your heart," versus the responding in a way that is defensive, because essentially the ego self reacts with societal engagement when it's endangered. So when you're an infant, anything that was new was danger to you, or not danger per se, but you didn't know. The feeling again, it's not you're not thinking; it's defense inclination of the nervous system for. You're unaware of what life is. That's exactly why. Then, at a certain point, they're saying you don't have that proof per se, because people will start interacting, they start talking. Plus, we've got all those uh, sociologists speaking of, uh, you know, societal stigma. And and at this point, there's the big bad wolf, and the big bad wolf can be a gazillion different other aspects. And so, this is where there's plenty that people can find that will give them peace of mind and a sense of comfort with an external group versus them realizing wait a minute as a human being it's only normal that i have a feeling of fear because i don't consciously know what happens after death while psychologists speak of it in different ways and perhaps they will themselves know about this this is where I haven't met enough to to tell you any personal experiences. All I can tell you is from the people that I know, equating what I learned about the nervous system. This is why I understand now how they're not realizing that they can move beyond the fear feeling of the unknown when I present to them. But so this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. Do you see how life always happens exactly how you want it? So you think maybe you can replace that fear feeling now with a sense of comfort (laughs) but again guys it's where i do realize not only that bodily aspect and so the person even uh, making sense of this particular place it's so easy for people to look again at limits and point a finger and say but that specialist doesn't say it this way that guru doesn't say this way And this is what i'm seeing and amongst these people and so they're going to be pointing all along and basically simply reaffirming i have a right to be scared but without taking the ownership and saying i have a right to be scared but i can choose to trust because guess what guys the unknown is not known by any of those people either this is the part that makes it amazing when you achieve from within the feeling of love and a sense of comfort flow it's not because you know how it's going to turn out at all but you've chosen to replace fear feeling with feeling of love and trust in in that you're making choices for yourself that are going to come forth because up till this moment you've seen that they have and there's nothing that is disproving that they've happened except for the external who is telling you that you don't know and so you can't claim this for yourself through word or feel again uh, for me from the minute i can remember i just began not understanding the quote-unquote hypocrisy because it was like wait a minute why but you don't but you know and anyways i ended up finding out more that's also why it isn't that i don't um, listen with interest i've always listened with interest to what people share with me because it's them sharing something of them i've never listened to others essentially as the only truth even though probably not always because this is where as a child there was a very clear uh, way for me to try and ensure that I felt safe, and that was to follow right that those grown-ups that can tell you what to do, as it's very clear with the love part and uh, the being good. So eventually, I realized uh, other things, in in the sense that they're 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 spoken of, and that's where I began seeing. But so people say this, but then they don't do it. Hmm, why would that be? and now at this point in my journey i actually know their their societal engagement is triggered and the ego self is triggered and they're not acknowledging that as an insecurity and a fear of the unknown because they are immediately going to societal engagement which is a list of everything that has given them the validation that they seeked in the way that makes sense to them and so it's basically like i said that last piece to saying wait a minute but my truth is not everybody's truth and so acknowledging that it remains unknown but your feeling doesn't have to be fear because at the end of the day whose life are you living and when i say living how do we live life through the mind and the heart of you which is in your body which you always have access to which you can gain beyond the whole mastery thing this is where it's empowerment it's mastery it's really you actively always knowing my life is my life in the way that i think it and feel it from this body that knows that there is a tomorrow because i have a secondary consciousness that thinks that it thinks and then i got a bunch of people that are telling me exactly a lot of things and i don't have all the answers to everything I only have answers to whatever my area of specialization maybe is or not is, you know, and and that's where you can go down certain lists. But this is where you could get totally distracted. What's most important is to recognize I, as a human, get to deal with the unknown in very different ways. And it will always come forth as a feeling. And it has always come forth as a feeling. I use the word fear because when you can go from defense you feel the opposite of that you feel a sense of calm and security and it's uh, loving because it's um, comforting so like that chimpanzee that kept going to the mother that was cotton that's the feeling when you can finally rest assured that although you don't know any of your outcomes you trust in the heart and mind of you as human as you because you've seen that all the pieces to your life make sense it is a very how can i put this It's this comforting feeling i don't know how to put it because i've always felt it thanks to jesus and god and then a strong mother i've never had that place of thinking i would not ever succeed i did recognize at a certain point that fear part and this is where with my faith i'm like but wait if you have faith you you can't have fear that doesn't that contradicts itself but thanks to the interest in supporting and helping humanity i started acquiring more and more knowledge on the subconscious and unconscious this nervous system thing is for example something that i wish i had immediately gotten access to but none of the psychologists or sociologists that i read or the existentialist mentioned it the breakdown was only provided to me at this point and this is where it's because this psychiatrist who by the way explains his entire journey and how much medicine he's prescribed and how many of the traditional techniques that do not help the person to re-establish a body that removes those flight fight triggers that have been organized either again from that moment that we're born we're organizing them to people who go through major traumatic experiences at an older uh, age but they all we all have trauma in one shape or form and it's going to be something you can work with from your inner body with the feelings that you experience and you choosing to bring forth not the fear not the hurt but to allow you to say okay i'm safe now i'm going to reestablish." but this also requires the neutrality towards the events that usually people who stay in duality are finding as the culpable party as the evil party and that sometimes is life so there's many aspects again in those human elements that you can then take a look with the essence of you elements and the unknown of life elements and they will be in the mental and emotional layers of you as the human that you are with your consciousness the primary secondary cosmic and really that's tapping into that infinite higher human potential but only when you are continuously in this place of unconditional love and neutrality so that you don't engage in the flight fight response which will be engaged if you begin going down that path of getting angry 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 sad 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 and if those things happen though this is where one wants to remember it is about processing emotions that have been part of your habit and upbringing and connected to important things don't discount them don't negate them don't suppress them allow yourself to sit with them but know that the sense of comfort it comes from your sense of love and security others will support you along your path but you can call the final shot so to speak and move from a place where you will keep doing certain things to a different place, which is where you're saying, Wow, look at that. I always know exactly what's right for me. And then when you move into a new unknown place and that fear comes about, you know, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm afraid because this is an unknown for me. But you immediately are beyond it, so to speak, because you're looking back and remembering, I'm choosing trust because I see that I can, because I see that I always, because I it's a belief in you, believing in yourself and in life and it is a not having that enemy with human beings or uh, the life and the way sometimes things can seem concerning and again choosing a feeling of neutrality and or flow versus fear and that's actually how we get our emotional and brain hemispheres to be at their optimal this is where we're conserving that energy right we're not staying engaged in defense we're not staying engaged and using energy for a flight fight response that essentially is unnecessary because there's no physical threat there's a contemplative potential moment or if you stay in duality that's going to be the repeat flight fight response societal engagement freeze pause thing that you've got going it's um always interesting and an opportunity for anyone who's looking to expand the loved growth from within to to do so in time patience is important but it's really about you being able to again remember that emotions they've been there for a long time and they developed primarily from your zero to two years of age meaning a lot of things were organized in ways that you may never remember yourself in in like memory format but your body is always communicating to you so if you can trust to bring love to it so that you can calm it, and then you gain that information through research and finding material that helps you and then going to trusted sources again things that you can trust and always with ownership you're adding to your information bank so you're choosing support you're the one conducting the day-to-day the life the moving forward remembering that is also important because of course you're going to seek help when you're in a fear place recognizing the fear and saying it's okay to be afraid and it's okay to have support i have support though not because i need it this is where you can recognize that differentiation because if you're going to need it that's very different Than inner growth. You're not moving beyond with your feeling of fear at the level of that nervous system, so to speak. So it's not about not needing it either, because there will be those, I don't need anyone. You will know when you're in that place of people are plus and you benefit from people because that's where you do gain new information in the absence of other people and support you don't know there's nothing there's no life if there's only you meaning you know this is where we could go on and on but um, the part of support it's important that it's a plus so that you can rely on you while also being open to support in that balanced way meaning you're appreciating and recognizing that you're not the only one Uh, this is that part of um, humble and leveling out the ego because that's where sometimes people will get caught into duality and think they're moving in a specific direction but they're thinking they're better or more special than others it's not a bad thing but if you really want to ensure you're always pursuing inner growth this is not going to happen if you think you're better than somebody that's when you think you don't have anything else to learn that's essentially a thought and hey that if it works out fine but this is where the unknown is always gonna eventually present itself so plus it's not really um how can i say well for me it's every person has value in life nobody is less than anybody and nobody's more than anybody we all contribute to the world and uh we're all valuable but that is for me the case not for everybody anyways for those of you who are tuning in i'm sure your pursuit is in that unconditionally loving and infinite higher human potential place so arrogance is not something that is allowing you to do this arrogance is keeping you stuck in a specific dual mindset it has its reasons you want to evaluate it you want to find out what feelings lie behind it you want to process it allow yourself that time the time will depend on you there is no set time per se there is the part of you knowing that feelings are yours and you allowing you to have them, recognizing that the pieces to life are always exactly what you want them, that is about you acknowledging that you always know what's best for you and not having any more fear with the unknown. Knowing though that you don't know how that is going to turn out, but you're choosing not to have the feeling of fear because essentially those who hold on to it they stay in this defense mode and they um they stay in th- that's it they stay in this defense mode they don't allow expansion that's to me um well if you can uh, if you're somebody who resonates and is like wait yeah you know what that makes sense i don't need to be in that place that's the best place to be because you remove complete invisible threats from your life and really it's so amazing when you begin to be able to relate to people with appreciation and love when you're able to relate to disappointment with appreciation and love and when you're able to relate to all feelings with appreciation and love and when i say that i mean it from the heart of you with lightness because this is where you have no feeling of fear of the unknown there isn't an unknown to your life you are your life the only unknown variable is that time of death whenever that may be other than that you continuously grow the pieces where you see every time there's a reason and that reason has never taken anything away from you that reason has always added to your life to you but that's for the person that's inclined to be in that inner growth mindset to be in this place and then remember that if it's not there it's that nervous system for a second and that it is also about the mind though because you're not going to see it guys and you're going to immediately go to societal engagement and there's plenty of people that have answers for you it's not good or bad this is where i get it but you can choose those answers are those answers i don't need answers to my life i'm living my life and it's always going exactly and 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 you start actually not being impatient either those pieces of the puzzle you are living in that moment knowing that you don't have all the pieces to the puzzle that's why the unknown becomes familiar as well is why it's not something you're afraid of you understand that as a human being you're knowing it's taking place and you don't have the outcome so you, you're really participating is what it is looking forward to hearing your thoughts and experiences on the topic so call in on anchor or leave a voice message and you can also always email me you find the email in the about section on the blog luna12780.com and on the website inspiringhumanpotential.com have a great day sending you all lots of love hugs and smiles